Welcome back to my lovely IHP community, 5D Collective, all of those who are looking to be the emotionally mature people that you can be once you get a handle on that lovely relationship with your emotional body. So the six basic emotions, that's your cue to where you're at with that um, ability to be the Zen master of you. We've been talking a lot about it and we'll keep talking about it. And with the mind body, you learn how to navigate it thanks to being able to be in a love button. So anybody who believes in evil or devil, you're not in the right place and you might want to look into a lot of different topics, but I won't actually share that since you know you might have a belief system that does not permit you to get somatic sensory motor trauma informed or neuroscience informed. You know, there's a lot of different reasons why people continue to believe in the devil and evil in an uneducated way, and that's where again. Thank you for stopping by. Yes, I am a mystic, but I'm a mystic in the 5D spectrum, and that's where we do not believe in the devil or evil. We know that it does not exist. That's why 5D, oneness consciousness, is what we are, and that would be I'm a human, you're a human, and we know how to be differentiated selves because our left mode and right mode work together, and that's because we do have a relationship with our emotional body and our mental body and our physical body, and we are connected to the lovely sphere of quantum. It's infinite, this lovely space. In fact, on that note, uh, we had a lot of ascension energies around the new moon. Anybody feel it? I know it had been a while since I actually felt that type of um, clearing, so... Uh, it's very interesting what you probably all will get to share at some point in our lovely group's journey. So again, thank you for anybody who stopped by. But if you do believe in devil or evil and you don't love being a human, you're not on the right podcast. On that note, for those of you who stick around, the channeled guidance is going to lean towards a couple of aspects. Um, you're building relationships with people who are of all walks of life. It means you get to put into practice your emotional maturity, which means you know how to handle or you're looking to learn how to handle codependent types. And so to learn the right silence, you get to put into practice equanimity. You also get to put into practice your charge. No, you get to uncharge. And on that note, as we all know, relationships are the foundation of you being able to grow intimate with your emotional body and mental body. So you're going to need mature 5D people around you in order for you to be able to um, perceive the depths of the beauty of that which you are, Purusha Prakriti. So we get to talk about that too. But again, uh, right now, let's focus on what is your relationship status well, it's one that involves being around people who are safe havens and secure bases. That means people who accept that you are the unique version of you. And when you have quirks, unlike 4D and those who are still needing cheerleaders for themselves, uh, you don't need cheerleaders. That means that if somebody is envious or jealous or spiteful, you don't need to say anything. What you get to work with is yourself. That's because you're the grown-up of the group. And so you're getting to expand your consciousness if you want to. 
the way you think about something, the way you move beyond it. But really the first step is knowing if somebody's envious or jealous, that is their insecurity or their stuff, not mine. It is not actually anomalous. And actually it's a sign that they find value in you and they're afraid that they might lose you or they want what you have because they don't think they can have it. So you should take it, one, as a compliment, two, feel sorry, no, but understand that it's natural when a person has low self-esteem for them to not be aware. Now, some people instead, they recalibrate that word. So they will consider being jealous or envious something that means I praise you. I'm praising you because you have something that I would want. And that's where every person has their own way of interpreting something, which is why we don't want to make blanket statements out of anything. And so again, somebody might say to me, jealousy is a compliment because it means that I want what you have. And to others, it won't be a compliment or not a compliment. It'll just be, it's a normal human emotion. It can be there. And the low self-esteem part, it's because when you are uh, jealous or envious in a way of wanting, and then you also do certain types of behaviors, that's where there's a adaptive child that's trying to um, get something in a way that is not with the intent to do good. So that's where you would find low self-esteem. Like I said, if there's a reinterpretation, because I have people that we talk about all these words and some of them are like, well, no, to me, jealousy means this. To me, envy means that. And you can tell when a person is explaining to you something in a way that they have processed it and that they have actual emotional high intelligence on that because they know of themselves and they know what it means to them. And this is the part of being able to be an owner of your own thoughts and emotions. And then when you have relationships with grown-ups, able to know we don't do the, you know, word police kind of thing. <laughs> so we don't do like, ah, you have to say it my way or the highway. No, we might be like, okay, we are on different pages here. But now that we've cleared it up, we can figure out that we're here, here, here. So that happens where there's misalignment with, with words that we use. And on that note, all the relationships that you're going to get to build moving forward, they're pretty much like this because you approach your conversations in an open uh, and emotionally mature way. So when you have people that come at you, even if they might be in a vibration that is different, and so their mindset and their emotional, all that stuff is in a different place, because you're vibing in equanimity and neutrality, you're not going to notice that you're going to perceive the person for the piece of life they are and that would be they're a part of you you're a part of them so you get a perspective and actually i'll share there are people that i interact with in this place that i go and when i describe the situations that i got to interact with with the specific person in group I use different words than what my friends use. My friends use words like they're egotistical or they're um, arrogant or they're you know, cocky or something, I forget, but that they, they don't uh, find the people very humble. And that's the energy they perceive. I don't perceive that at all. When I am around and interact with these specific three people that I'm thinking about, what I perceive is that they're trying to be and fit in a place that they don't fit in. And then they try to compensate 
by you know using a lot of words and it doesn't seem egotistical to me it seems uh, like they don't know how to fit in and they're trying really really hard to fit in the same and to be wanted basically so it's almost like teenagers but it's not because they're adults and that's what i'm trying to get to it's not because of being good that people see differently when you have an emotional maturity and a mental maturity, it's because you are vibing and you are creating a relationship with the external environment that is one of neutrality, the Zen masters. So my 5D collective, I speak to you as people who are your own Zen master. And then you are Zen masters who can look with, I'm a piece of consciousness, you're a piece of consciousness, that's it. And that's emotional and mental maturity. So we don't have opinions or prejudices. We have opinions, of course, thoughts and stuff like that, but we don't need to make it a statement. So the energy behind your words is not, I will prove that I'm right. That's for the adaptive children, emotionally speaking. And those are the people who navigate their actual fight, flight, the, for, the survival nervous system in their engagement. Okay, so I'm not going to talk about that one too much for this episode. I want to talk about the relationships and the energy you're in and um, the aspect that you do understand you are going to be able to create richness of experiences thanks to you bringing that with you, your love button, and then not using your 24 hours in circumstances where you don't feel stimulated. So you're going to be with people who are just as curious and enamored with life and humanity as you are. And you will have, I'm assuming, either pinpointed specific groups or maybe a person or something along those lines that you are going to grow an in-depth relationship with. So let me start with uh, if romance is in the air. So if you've pinpointed a person that you are intrigued by mentally, emotionally, and physically, then you have most likely taken action the new moon will have brought about things as well as August and just recently a lot of different energies have brought you to pinpoint how you're moving forward with this. And so action is what you're taking. And in this case, I'm going to assume there's heart-to-heart -heart conversations and that there's a way that you're going to be spending those hours with the person and or people. Sometimes there's those who are polysecure. So I know that the polyamory can have more than one romantic partner. There's a love all over the place for the polyamory. But uh, as for romance, depends on the people and on the uh, type of polyamory structure that one decides to embody and involve themselves. The part about being secure attachment is positive because that means you know whether you're polyamory, you're polysecure, or monogamous, you know how to handle conversations with respect towards yourself and others, which means flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable. So your primary focus, obviously, is physical safety, health, and then parameters to ensure a way of commitment that obviously remains flexible because you can always expand in different ways you don't know this but obviously direct communication is at the foundation which makes me assume that it's going to be something you can tangle along very easily at the end of the day when two people 
are mature mentally and emotionally, if you're making a decision, it's pretty much based on solid foundation because you will have contemplated it thoroughly. And that's something very beautiful. So without wasting time, obviously 24 hours is what we have. And uh, that's where we want to make sure to use the best of our 24 hours or the most of it. And on that note, others of you are also choosing to move forward with your work, your projects, and you're organizing the last little bits or a couple of pieces in that direction. And you might be looking to partners, relationship partners with WorkWise. And this would be future thinkers, uh, creators, as well as um, those who have the same outlook as you do on how we're moving forward. You also know about the differences within creating network and communities. And so that is also on your agenda, as well as, again, the ability to take it easy. We always want a good amount of sleep so that you can rest. For those of you who have some clairs going on, I'm going to venture off and note that you are most likely getting used to perceiving more. And so the synchronicities and the ability to uh, also pick up on your oversoul, also know that you don't have to do anything, but also perhaps uh, share certain types of intentions and um, also be able to teach some new stuff for those of you who are educators as well. I know that there's a lot of creative ideas now that people are connecting the dots with trauma and uh, Reiki and Akashic records and energy. And, you know, one of the most amazing parts of expanding consciousness is the aspect of moving beyond the bandwidth, the 4D bandwidth. So once you're beyond the angels and archangels and the Lemurians and all of the actual stories you still pick up on these but you are able to do so much more because you're not fixated on the story but you're more aware of how it can mold into something in that day-to-day -day. so we want to make the world a better place for the entire human race not the you know energetic sphere and therefore richness again enrichment of your emotional body and enrichment of your thought you might be having more dreams, and for some of you, if that's the case with the dreams, you don't have to necessarily pay too much attention, but you want to notice if you sleep well, and the sleeping is important because that's how you notice if you are actually moving towards enrichment. The part about what you can or can't do and there's no thing you can't do but obviously being able to understand if there are those who don't um, want to be a part of the mysticism stuff that's understandable others on the other hand are all over it because they're really really happy to be able and share because that's what it gets exciting you get excited when you're able to share about um, astral travel I know I do and about future lives and past lives and all that good stuff. So because fall is here, at least in parts of the world, 
you're also getting ready to uh, kind of get used to the cold and oh, there's the kitty. So apologies if you hear me moving around. There's a little kitten that loves to play with cords and I'm still cat sitting. But um, when people are enjoying to share the clairs in a 5D way, it's a little bit different than 4D because we don't talk about ourselves as anointed or as um, special. We just are able to share the aspect of being able to know if our loved ones are okay or not okay or you know the the part about the intimate and the intimate is very important because we love to know when it comes to the collective how everyone is doing even though of course you don't pinpoint it specifically but it's nice to know that when you're dreaming about people you know that they're expanding and something's going on. And sometimes you get to talk to them too. So again, sharing it with other mystics is nice because they get it, you get it. And if you are a person who's also a channeler, as long as you are feeling optimized and um, compassionate, the energy body is adapting to it. So if there's any questions that you ever have, we do have paid subscription-based model content. Your relationships are definitely important uh, because they can help you to tap into more. And if you have any people that are from like a future life, you, you will most likely get to meet those people in this lifetime. And some of you might have seen your future. I know that uh, it's really cool to be able again and, and actually have a little bit of that, even though we won't you know, know who we are anymore in those future lives. But... On that note, uh, anything else when it comes to relationships? Being able to have the heart-to-heart -heart conversations is really nice. I know how much you have all been looking forward to this. If you're 5D, it means that you will have known of the depths of your emotional spectrum. And being able to share that with someone is very special because it's different than when you see those movies that, you know, make it look like um, it's not about what is happening outside. It's actually just this felt sense of self and the knowingness that you are going to be consistently understood and, and safe and then that you can be yourself and just have your own opinions and, you know, not need to be afraid of, oh my gosh, did I do something wrong? Am I, am I going to be rejected or not? And th these aspects are important as well as having fun. The fun part is uh, being able to have completely different debates on the topics at hand. We have a lot of important ones. The nice thing always about family, because that's what those emotionally in-depth relationships are, even if they're not a family member. I know some people are like, no, yuck, family, no. We're one big ball of energy. If you're 5D, the yuck thing should not be part of the equation. But I do know some people are still a little bit in this um, identifying with the words but what i was trying to say is when you're able to share heart to heart and 
and do so in a way of not only vulnerability, but really appreciation for the different opinions that you will have, the different opinions they will have. It's because you understand the value behind it. But it's also just a um, very down-to-earth, grounded, normal 24 hours. It's cherished, though. And the difference for anyone who is a mystic is there is a knowingness of there being a continuation. Now, when it comes to the future I've shared with you all, I notice that I won't have all the people that I have from this lifetime, and that makes me sad. But I also know that it shouldn't, it couldn't, it doesn't, it's, it's not important. And here's where when you look at the timeline, and I always hope that I will live until like a thousand or something like that. So I hope that we have many, many years to come of our episodes. And so we can continue to contemplate together on where we're headed. But um, what I'm trying to say is it makes sense to me, the future, because of realizing where we are at when it comes to education and how science does explain pretty much almost everything. Even though I know a lot of people don't like to hear it, that's because they think that we're going to lose something. People think you lose a part of yourself when you expand. We don't lose. The idea of losing is because of the illusion of having. <laughs> and I know I'm getting philosophical right now, so I'm going to leave that one alone. But what I'm trying to say is right now, for this 2023, for this channeled guidance, for these aspects of your relationships and what you're building, you get to embark on 24 hours every day with people that you love and they love you. And you get to work through your emotional triggers or whatever it is that you are moving past. You get to work out of that emotional trauma, whatever it was that you had until recently that was keeping you in in-between, but not in an in-between that is um, you knowing yourself. No, in an in-between of you not knowing yourself. Now you know yourself. You know your true self. You know your heart. You know the richness that is within you. This is heaven in your body. It's so beautiful. People don't understand it fully when they say, I'm a spirituality process. You're a human experience who has, yes, this spirituality thing, but it's your ventral vagal nervous system. It's your embodied brain. There's a way that the science community can explain it to you. You can look at this and be enriched by it tangibly. And then you can add to it the spirituality. And you can add the Shiva and Krishna Leela and Kali. And you can add all of the other beautiful words you want to it. But knowing that you are the person, you, that you use your name, that you're using your brain, your embodied brain, that you work through processing aspects of your life, and that you can connect the dots to what your past is, all of it, the implicit memory, all of it, and that you now have a place you can share a safe space or a safer space for some of you, because not everybody has a safe some. It's going to still be a safer space, right? Because those actions and those aspects, if there are any in areas of actual unresolved trauma, the way that Patrick Tiahan explains it and the way that I've learned from those lovely 
experts. It's going to be something that, um, you know, you have in your mind. It's one of those things that can come up, but that's why the beauty of having one person or some people that you know, you don't need to be afraid of in any way, shape, or form. And that they are going to be able to completely help you to, in your lifetime of now, quote-unquote, wipe out that, that memory and maybe not wipe it out completely. I don't know because that's the part I don't know about this type of um, trauma memory. I only know about not wanting to physically die because I love life. That's the, the fear that I know. Um, the other stuff, um, I don't. And I don't actually expose myself to any type of uh, those emotions like disgust. I don't do the energy in disgust um, because, you know, why would I expose myself to a specific type of vibration? I know some people do, and I don't understand it because that's what's going to occupy your mind and stuff. But anyways, um, side note, I was just trying to say and share as I get tongue-tied here that it's great that you have people that you can now uh, work with your heart and mind and know that uh, they're not going to go anywhere, you're not going to go anywhere, and that you're in each other's lives for the reasons that you will know of. And as we move towards more of functional adulthood, let us help people to create mindful relationships like the ones you're building. So allow yourselves to continue to create those conversations. When you find people who are adaptive children learning how to harness your words, how to harness your energy, gives them the opportunity to see a different modality also gives them the opportunity to hear somebody different because you know how to share with them your own opinion because you're not afraid to because you're not embarrassed but also because you're not charged so you're not like let me tell you what i know no you're like okay well that's uh, very interesting <laughs> tell me more shall you and you know you leave it at that the part about engaging is because you want to, not because you have to, and you don't need to prove anything. So those relationships, again, those are social, the ones I was talking about. The ones that you're building that are rich, and I was going to use an Italian word, but they're full of passion, they're tangible. Those are, that, that's what you're looking forward to, <laughs> because that's actually very, very, very beautiful. When you have adults in a room, it's always beautiful. And Purusha Prakriti adults, well, they are amazing. Shall we comment anymore? We'll get a group together in time. But in the meantime, I'm sure that all that you get to build moving forward has substance. And that doesn't mean there won't be tweaks and whatnot, but it means that it's uh, all going to look a lot more interesting and that's because the walks of all life make it interesting. And so I look forward to being back with more. We might have another episode. We might not. I'm not sure. I am gauging it by ear. But in the meantime, I share with you my love and have a wonderful day.